What's up, guys? This is the UFC 273 breakdown. Okay, we'll start with Mackenzie Dern versus Tisha Torres. Um, very competitive fight, very good fight. Mackenzie had it was it was a very close fight. It really was because Tisha was was landing more of the volume. She was doing a good job. Mackenzie had some of the bigger moments, but. The key factor going into the fight was, and, and what really messed, the fight was very close, but Tisha made one mistake. She tried to go for a takedown on Mackenzie Dern, someone who's one of the highest level female jiu-jitsu black belts in the world. And as a result, she got reversed and put on her back right in those final 10 seconds. And that's what sealed the deal. Um... I'll have to give credit for Tisha. You know, she got caught in a very tough double wrist lock, even got caught in a foot lock, and she managed to survive and get out of it in the first, second round. Um, she did get hurt by McKenzie in the in the first round, but she recovered and landed and landed some very effective strikes, especially in push kicks. Really worked. Um, like I said, evened up the fight, but she just made that one mistake. And if she didn't make that mistake, she probably would have gotten the decision. But it is what it is. Um, Hamza Chamaya versus uh, Gilbert Burns. This fight, I thought, was going to end in the first round. But it clearly went the distance. And one of the things that was very surprising was Burns went in there and he made it a fight. He didn't try to grapple. He didn't try to just purely strike. He made it a fight. And that's what he did. Um, but unfortunately, Hamza Chamayev, he... he he was tough. He was, you know, he was always pushing forward. He was always keeping Burns on the back foot. And even though Burns had big moments, the problem was, was he was fighting off the back foot and he doesn't do well off the back foot. But I do like how when he got to the ground, he immediately attacked. He started throwing strikes, submissions. He would kick Hamza Chamayev off of him and that was beautiful I mean that's exactly how you have to kind of fight Hamza you can't be defensive you have to be offensive unfortunately the fact that he was fighting off the back foot is the result of like you know Hamza was able to you know come back and you know essentially win that fight but hell of a fight I mean unfortunately like I said before this fight Win or lose draw from either guy, no one's really going to get their just due. And right now, there's probably people saying Hamza Chamayev isn't that good. And there's some people that'll probably, but, but people probably would have said the same thing to Gilbert Burns. You know, that, oh, he just fought an easy opponent. So there's no win-win situation here. Um, but hell of a fight. Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling. This fight is by far one of the most... The, one of the most disgusting judges' decisions I have ever seen. Um, I don't understand. I, I honestly really don't understand. I, I, I don't understand what these judges were watching. Um, so the fight started out. The first round was, I would say, pretty even. But I think Jan was just, he was pretty even. You know, um... 
Aljo wasn't really doing anything very effective. Jan was, you know, he 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 had his moments in the fight. I mean, the first round was pretty even with Jan. You know, Jan was applying pressure, landing more effective, the more effective shots, and Aljo throwing more volume. But most of the shots that he was throwing wasn't landing. Jan was landing more effectively, where Aljo was throwing more. Kind of the same as the first fight. Second round goes in, Aljo comes in, takes his back, holds him for the majority of the round, he goes for a choke, can't really get it. Second round, third round, same thing, and then it goes into the fourth and fifth round, and you can tell that Aljamain Sterling is extremely gassed. I mean, you know, he's leaning in with punches, he's diving for takedowns, and for the fourth and fifth round, Peter Jan pretty much held, was on top, controlling Aljamain Sterling and beating him up. For some odd reason, the judges gave Aljamain Sterling the nod. And it's one of the things I've said before, and I've said this many times, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Fighters, if you, you should not be awarded for doing a half-assed job. If you are the champ or the challenger, you either have to finish or or dominate. You can't leave it up to chance. Aljamain Sterling did not dominate. He only dominated two out of the five rounds. Peter Yan clearly finished stronger. Um, I think the I think he had the first round. You know, I think he had the I think he had the first round, but it was clearly but the, the, but it was clearly, but the one thing, the thing is, but clearly had the first round, but that is from a round perspective. The perspective that I operate from, and, and it's one of the reasons that I know, and it's one of the reasons why I always spark a lot of debate with other people, is, other MMA fans, is I don't judge fights round by round. I judge fights as a whole. And when you look at the majority of the fight, it was pretty clear that Peter Jan won the fight. He didn't win the rounds. He won the fight. I look at fighting as a whole. I don't judge round by round. Um, round by round, I've always said, is inefficient. And when you look at the fight as a whole, Peter Yan should have gotten the nod. It's plain and simple. There is no way you can say that Aljamain Sterling won that fight. Peter Yan should have, should have gotten the nod. Um... You know, he, he should have gotten the nod. But, uh, you know, this is just another example of why MMA judging is extremely terrible. Um, I don't know what these judges were watching. But this is one of the things that I've said before. MMA judging needs to change. They need to change the scoring. They need to change. The, they need to get rid of these judges and start hiring guys who actually watch fights, know fights, and train. Or former fighters like this is getting ridiculous now. I mean, we've already had a bad decision in Davison Figueroa and Brandon Moreno. We got another bad decision in this. Let's not forget the other bad decisions in between. I mean. What is it going to take for the UFC or someone to start to stop hiring to what is what is it going to take? Literally, what is it going to take for for the UFC, for MMA as a whole to stop using these crackhead judges and this crackhead system? This system doesn't even work for boxing. OK, these guys can't even get it right when it comes to a sport that only involves two hands. What the hell makes you think that these guys can get it right in a sport that involves 
everything. It just, it, it makes zero to no sense. But this is a clear example why the jet, why the system needs to change. I don't know, man. I just, it, it really, I don't know, man. And the, and the sucky part about this is too, is that it was clear that the better fighter was Peter Yan. Peter Yan was clearly the better fighter. It was obvious from the start. Even when Aljamain Sterling had his back, it was clear he, he couldn't really do anything with it. And he couldn't really do anything with it. And you could see that his confidence was wa- was waning as after every after he couldn't after every back attempt. You could see that his confidence was starting to weigh in and he started to become more desperate with every back attempt. He, it, was, it was obvious in his body language. It was obvious in the body language. And I mean, I don't know what to say. It, it was just one of those things. I, I don't know what to say. And, and what's worse about this is, is that this third fight, the obvious choice to make is a third fight between Jan and Sterling. Like, this is the obvious fight to make. But, of course, Dana White, in his infinite wisdom, said that that fight's always going to be there. Let's just have Sterling versus TJ. That is stupid. (laughs) That is fucking stupid. Obviously, the fight to make, the the fight that the fans want, is Sterling versus Jan 3. That's the fight to make. Not... Dillashaw versus Sterling, but this is a clear, this is a clear move, this is a clear move of politics, not, not, not politics as in with government, and not, not politics as in terms of government, this is clear business politics, the reason why Dana White says that fight's always going to be there is because there's a couple other fights that he wants to make along the way, and he can't do that if he, he has, two of the best guys holding up the division if he he can't do that if the division is being crowded with if if the elite if the elite fighters are crowding the division and you also have to understand is Peter Yan is I've said it before he is the best fighter in the bantamweight division 100% no doubt but for some odd freaking reason and and if he were to win then you could forget every super fight in the book. Like you could forget any possible super fight that you want to make. Like a- any super fight you want to make, any big money fight that you want to have, you could forget it. Like you, you could forget it. You could a- exactly. And that is why, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, Dana White isn't going, isn't entertaining the thought of a third fight between Jan and Sterling because he knows that if Jan wins, then he can't make the fights that he really wants. And Dillashaw versus Sterling is a big money fight because if if Dillashaw wins, it sets up super fights that he wants to make. You know, fights a super fight with Cruz, a super fight with uh, Cejudo, who apparently is back. Um, you know, super fights in the one forty five pound division. It, it just there's. <laughs> It's kind of the same thing with Connor and Oliveira. You know, it's kind of the same thing with it it it's pretty he's pretty much doing the same thing that he was trying to do that he's been trying to do with Charles Oliveira. He's throwing in Charles Oliveira to the Wolves with the hopes that he'll either be 
weakened or with the hopes that he'll fall off and it'll make way for Connor. You know, it'll make way for Connor, which is what Dana wants. Like Dana, you know, Dana's smart and I give, you know, a smart move. Don't get me wrong. Dana's smart. You know, it's smart what he's doing, but it's just, it's stupid because we probably, we, we, there's a, we may not get this third fight again. And that's what's even more fucked up about it. We may not get this third fight. And we may not get this third fight again. And even if, and and this is kind of the same thing. And even if Peter Yan gets himself back to that number one spot, they're not gonna, they're, they're gonna do everything in their power to keep him from getting that title, especially Aljamain Sterling, because he knows he got lucky. He knows he got lucky. Aljamain Sterling didn't become champion because he was good. He became champion because out of pure luck, all right? The first fight he won because of a poor decision by the fighter. The second fight he won because of a poor decision by judges. That doesn't prove that he's the elite of the elite. That just proves he's one of the most luckiest of the lucky. And it's just, it's really unfortunate because... Like I said, man, Peter Yan deserved the win. He did what he did to win. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And it it really sucks. It really sucks that Dana White is going to go after. It, it, it really sucks that Dana White is going to choose to pick. It, it really, it's really suck. It really sucks. And it's really disgraceful that Dana White would rather do Dillashaw versus Sterling instead of Jan versus Sterling three, seeing as that was a clear robbery. But I mean, but you know, but, but like I said, but then again, it's Dana White and he's looking at, but then again, it is Dana White and he's probably eyeing a a list of super fights that he wants to make, especially since Henry Cejudo's back and you know, he doesn't want to, and he doesn't want to miss out on the opportunity. He knows that if Jan gets the belt, that ain't happening. So it really, it really fucking sucks. I just, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just the, the decision was, was piss poor and it was ridiculous. And, and I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's disappointing and it's really bothersome. I just, I don't know, man. It's just one of those decisions that I don't think, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's sad because it, it, it's really sad. I mean, it, it's kind of like, it's, it's the same, it's kind of like the same situation with Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. I mean, you know, Max Holloway should have gotten the nod, but Volkanovsky got it anyway. And it, and it was just, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, ugh. Yeah, so that that's a this is gonna be a tough one because once again we know they're not gonna give Aljamain we know we we know that the UFC and Aljamain Sterling are gonna do everything in their power to avoid a third fight with Peter Yan because they know that deep down he did not deserve the decision. But they're gonna avoid it as much as they can because but they're gonna avoid it as much as they can. And what sucks is they might get away with it. <laughs> it fucking it just it so where where does the fight go? I mean, where do these two go from here? I mean, it's pretty clear. I mean, the the path for Jan is pretty clear. Wreck the division. If if I'm Peter Jan, the the thing that I like with Jan, see, it, you know, the path the path 
where, where do these fat fighters go from here? It's well, the the path for Peter Yan is pretty clear. You wreck the division. I mean, you take the Max Holloway approach. Well, there's two approaches that Peter Yan can take. You can take the Max Holloway approach where you just knock off contendering contender uh, contender after contender and you just wreck the division and you leave the division in a state where there there's no doubt that you deserve the shot or you can play politics fight the the big fights you know the super fights you know to build to, to, you know kind of cherry pick and then you know kind of cherry pick and you know you know kind of cherry pick and then you know kind of you know, cherry pick and, and, you know, ride it out until the UFC, you know, until the UFC decides to give you a shot. But the problem is when you cherry pick, when you, as, as Max Holloway describes, when you try to take the elevator instead of walking the stairs, the UFC is, the UFC is going to do everything they can to hold you at every floor. Whereas if you take the stairs, there's no doubt that there's no doubt that you're the number one contender, you know, and I mean, like I said, it, now what I think Peter Yan should do is I think he just needs to wreck the division. He just needs to wreck the division, leave no doubt that he's the number one contender. He needs to leave no doubt that Dana White needs to give him that rematch. It's fucking ridiculous. There was a piss poor decision and that's it. Alderman Sterling, it's pretty clear. He's going to duck Peter Yan every which way he can. He made that very clear when he announced that he wanted to fight TJ Dillashaw. He made it clear even before when he said he'd rather defend his belt against Jose Aldo. He made it very point blank clear he wants nothing to do with Peter Yan because he knows Peter Yan will whoop his ass. And he doesn't want nothing to do with it. He's going to run away from Peter Yan as long as he can until he has no choice. And that's what I and that's why I say Peter Yan just needs to wreck the division and clear out and just and just clear everyone out just go on an extermination and just go on an extermination you know just scorched earth because if he does that there Aljamain can't there's there's no way Aljamain can hide if Peter Yan tries to play politics it's not going to work out in his favor he has to pretty much be a Marvin Hagler just wreck the division leave no doubt and just and 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 it puts Aljamain in a rock and a hard place. I mean, it really fucking sucks because <laughs> Dana White made it clear the the fight <laughs> that he made it clear that he that he wants to go the T.J. Dillashaw Sterling route, and it's just it's really annoying and it's really pathetic, and I I just can't stand it. I mean, so moving forward with this, um, Volkanovski versus. You know, Korean Zombie, I honestly thought the fight was going to go to a decision, but it wasn't the case. Alexander Volkanovsky clearly dominated. He just picked, you know, Zombie apart. He just outclassed him. And the fight ended where Herb Dean stepped in after, after getting, he got dropped, I think it was, in the third round severely. And then in the fourth round, he just got cracked. And you just see him go on this, just, he, you could see it in his body language that he was in this state where he was not coherent at all. And Herb Dean just stepped in, stopped the fight. Very good stoppage. I know Zombie's got a lot of heart and I appreciate his heart, but 
he was taking so much damage and was getting banged up so bad that, I mean, I thought the fight should have been stopped in the round previous, not in the round current, not in the, not in the round current, but hey, it is what it is, but, um, Alexander Volkanovsky, man, he just shows why he's the best 145er, and, you know, where does he go? It's pretty clear, the, the Holloway third fight with, with the Holloway fight is the fight, but who knows, the Holloway, but this fight may be cursed, just like Khabib and Ferguson, but you never know, I mean, I, I honestly think, you know, the fight to make is clearly Holloway and Volkanovsky, so, and if they can make that fight, great, if they can't, then, then they can't, um, any anything after that? Well, Volkanovski should. I mean, whoever's next in line, fight them or just have a super fight. I mean, he's in a position where he's pretty much can call his own shots. He won the title, defended the title. You know, it's not like he's cherry picking or ducking or playing politics. He's holding. You know, Korean Zombie. Well, I mean, who knows? I mean, Korean Zombie. There's a reason why they call him Korean Zombie because he always comes back from the dead. So. Could he come back and vie for and become a contender? Absolutely. But um, who knows? Who, who knows? I mean, I'm still I'm, I'm still just I, I'm still baffled by that Peter Jan Sterling fight. I mean, and what even baffled me is people are actually trying to justify the decision. They're trying to say that decision was good. It was not. I mean, I just I don't know. So. I mean, and like I said, it's unfortunate because Jan wants that rematch and Sterling and the UFC are going to do everything they can to avoid that rematch, and which sucks because Jan deserves it. It's just, but um, all in all, thank you for listening and uh, there you go.